0: Several changes to the U.S. federal rules of civil procedure that may impact patent litigation are set to take effect on December 1, 2015. In particular, the amended rules will affect the scope of discovery and document requests. Finnegan partner Jeff Totten joins us now to discuss these scheduled rules changes. Jeff, can you provide an overview of the rule changes that are coming in December?
1: There are myriad changes in the rules, but the ones we'll focus on are the change of the definition of the scope of permissible discovery. That's in Rule 26 of the federal rules, as well as changes to the responses to document requests in Rule 37, those two changes, along with potentially the changes to rules governing electronically stored information in Rule 37, should have the most impact on patent litigators in day-to-day practice.
0: And what impact will the rule changes have on parties' approach to discovery?
1: Looking at the changes to the definition of permissible discovery in Rule 26, We can see that the modification of the rules will change the way that parties and courts talk about discovery, the language they use to discuss discovery. The Rules Committee has removed the phrase, discovery that is reasonably calculated to lead to admissible evidence from the rule. That refrain has been repeated multiple times in multiple motions by parties and courts as they deal with discovery issues. Changing the language of the rule will impact the parties and the court's In its place, there is a renewed emphasis on proportionality in the rule that will impact the arguments that parties make and the responses that they write when receiving discovery requests. Their courts will look to the relative size of the parties, the importance of the issues as well as the importance of the discovery among several other factors in making the decision as to whether discovery is allowed or not allowed. And that will change the conversation parties in the courts have as they work through disagreements about discovery.
0: Let's talk now about document requests. How will the new requirements for document production affect district court litigation?
1: The changes to the rules regarding document requests are interesting. There are two changes of note First, parties can serve document requests before their initial case management conference under Rule 26. Those early document requests are intended by the committee to encourage the parties to discuss the permissible scope of discovery early in the case and to move the resolution of potential disputes earlier in the case. It remains to be seen how much use parties make of that new rule change, that ability to serve requests early, but time will tell. Second, and perhaps more impactful, is the requirement that parties use specificity in their responses to document requests. Parties are supposed to make their objections specific to tell the other party whether they've withheld documents pursuant to their objections, and also to identify a reasonable time when the document production will occur in their written response. That's a pretty marked change from current practice. Currently, parties may not know whether their opponent is actually withholding anything based on the objection, and the committee's intent was for that to change under the new rules.
0: And finally, Jeff, in your experience representing clients in district court litigation regarding patents, what are some best practices for parties involved in patent litigation to keep in mind when the rule changes take effect come December 1st?
1: First, parties will have to remember that the rules have changed. Discovery responses and discovery requests that they have levied in the past may hold less weight with courts in view of the changed rules. They will need to consider whether to change their approach to discovery and document requests in view of the new rules, as well as keeping abreast of the court decisions as courts and parties decide what is allowable under the new rules. Parties should also prepare to discuss proportionality with courts. Instead of merely whether the document requests are intended to lead to discoverable evidence, the question should be more whether the requested discovery fits within the case and the parties' resources. To prepare to have that conversation, the parties may want to enlist the help of a technical expert who can explain the likely costs of complying with the discovery, particularly where the discovery would require retrieval of vast amounts of electronically stored information In that case, the court may be interested in weighing the cost of the discovery versus its benefit to the case, and having data points to help that discussion will assist the court and the parties in reaching a decision as to whether the discovery is warranted or not. So in sum, the parties should recognize the rules have changed and prepare to meet the court's questions in view of the changes in the rules.
0: Our guest has been Jeff Totten, partner at Finnegan, one of the largest IP law firms in the world. For more commentary on intellectual property news and issues, to listen to other podcasts, and to receive additional information on the firm, please visit www.finnegan.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Finnegan.